Welcome to Gardening Naturally with Jeff Ferris. Call or text Jeff now with your gardening and landscape questions. 512-836-0590. Hey, good morning, gardeners. Um, another seven days minimum, minimum of these temperatures. I don't see how people stand it. And you know, as we see the climate change around us and as we start seeing these temperatures, as we start seeing these heavy duty droughts, there will be people, we will have a migration. There will be folks who just, they don't wanna be in 100 degree weather anymore. They don't want to be in a constant drought. Of course, that causes problems because, yeah, we still have warm temperatures in places that we shouldn't. And we can still, like we have here in Texas, have these unbelievable freezes and ice storms. And as is typical, we've been in a terrible drought, and that's probably going to be resolved with nonstop rain and flooding and all kinds of things like that. So there is no singular winning place, which is unfortunate. But there are places that some of us may find more accommodating than sitting here in 105 degree weather. Actually, The low projected for this week is 104 degrees. So there's just no end to this at the moment. We don't know if it will end anytime soon. I've given up on gardening. Um, All my tomatoes are gone. I have a couple of peppers that are still trying hard to produce. And I'm just trying to keep them alive. Most of my container plants, even though watered, they're gone. Heat was too much for some of them. So this is what we're dealing with. Now, if you haven't heard, Austin has gone to stage two watering. It is not huge differences, but it is more restrictive on the water that we can use. I was in Cedar Park the other day and they've got a real simple, uh, they've got a real simple watering schedule. Don't. They do not allow any outdoor watering. I don't blame them, they just recently They just recently had the fires out there and they're a little gun shy at the moment. We all should be very, very nervous, keeping an eye out because everything right now is fuel, everything. Too many trees are so drought um, impacted We have so many 
tall grasses <clears throat> in places that are they're not grass, they're upright straw. If there was a fire, it's going to run far and fast. The wind right now is not helping at all. If a fire were to start, the wind is just going to push it along. Look at those folks out in Hawaii. That isn't by any means a normal situation for them. They had a hurricane that was just far enough off the coast that they didn't get the rain, but they got the wind. And then a fire started, which some of the islands it's impossible to prevent because they have hot molten lava. But the fire took off so fast, people didn't get an opportunity to leave. And the fire, some of them came around in such ways that they encircled folks. That is not a good thing. You have to be so careful while you're out there. Let's go to the phone. This is Cliff. Cliff, what can I help you with? Hey, good morning. So on our watering schedule, I know we can uh, only sprinkler water or the other one once a week. But what about hand watering? Do you know about hand watering? Can you do that anytime? or only on your watering day? You'll have to check with your city's um, water schedule. Okay, where I'm going Well, some places don't allow it at all, even hand watering. And um, Austin's right now went so far as the big fountains are supposed to be turned off, public fountains, not Mm -hmm. your neighborhood one so you will have to go to the city and uh, see what the details are on their watering schedule and i got a text and i checked it and i didn't see anything about hand watering that's why i'm calling you i thought maybe you might know no i don't um i try not to do hand watering either unless it's like okay i got to do something here The only hand watering I do every day, excuse me, my wife does every day and usually twice a day, is keeping the bird baths full and clean. Mm -hmm. But we don't water any plants if if we can at all avoid it. Now it doesn't, now Cliff, you may have a different attitude about it. Right now, I've pretty much given up. Why? And, uh, I, I'm first off. I'm not going out there in that heat. Just not worth it to me. And the plants I lose, well, I will make better choices when I replace them. But I do not. If they don't say anything about hand watering, I would think they'd be pretty specific if they were denying it. So you may Why? be able to get away with it. Okay. Okay, wonderful. That's a good point. Have a good one. You too, Cliff. Thanks for the call. Yeah, folks, this is a situation where if they don't 
tell you you can, you can't. It's not a, if they don't tell you you can't, you can. So we have places running out of water and that is not gonna help if we get fire. This is Gardening Naturally. I need to take a break. Uh, We'll be right back. This is Gardening Naturally on News Radio KLBJ with host Jeff Ferris. Jeff is ready for your calls or text messages at 512-836-0590. Hey, welcome back, everybody. Um, We are experiencing a heat wave. This is kind of a record one. Uh, This is kind of an uh, unbelievable heat wave. Add to it, we haven't had any rain. I don't even know when the last measurable rainfall was. I think it was the very beginning of January. And when I say measurable rainfall, it was like, hey, look, there's a tenth of an inch. So uh, that's something that we're having to deal with. My wife brought me a note and reminded me, you need to be prepared in this weather, not for your garden, for your home. What happens if in your neighborhood a fire breaks out? Can you, do you have a bug out bag? Do you have a way to get out of your home quickly, say five minutes or less? It sounds silly. Uh, We've been preppers in terms of preparing for natural disasters, tornadoes, hurricanes, ice storms, etc. But we're also prepared for fire. We have a bag that has uh, all of our important papers that we just grab and throw in the car. We have some cash in case it causes problems with the electrical system and we can't use our Visa or can't use our uh, credit cards. We have two cages. We have a cat and I have a parrot. And if we had to, we have small travel cages that we can throw both of them into. We have a little container that has food for both of them, and we would be able to get water easily to fill it. So if we had to run out, if the neighborhood was suddenly on fire, part of the problem is is I really have, for about a quarter mile, only one way to go. It's not two-way. There's not two exits. I get past that quarter mile mark, and I have multiple exits to get out of the neighborhood. Do you know where your exits are? Can you round up and carry your pets? Because folks, I'm not leaving my pet. I don't know about you. I hope you won't. I hope you're prepared if you have to, to throw them in the car and go somewhere. Do you have your leashes put aside? So that if you have to take the animals, you can control them. 
important papers, having them important papers, man, those are going to be critical. Do you have, have you photocopied them and put them out on the internet? Or do you have copies of them in a, in a container that you can pick up and go with? Do you have some cash in there? We laugh and call it our drug money, but in reality, it's just for an emergency if we can only find places that take cash and everybody takes cash. Do you have your medicines? Yeah, what about that one? We both have medications that we have to take, but we can grab a simple container and go and we will have them all with us. So we can go several days. This weather is really pointing out to us how susceptible we are to the weather conditions. Be aware. Be aware. Weather conditions can be a tornado or a really bad thunderstorm with hail, an ice storm. Fire is also a condition. And you want, you want to be able to move quickly, safely, take what you need that in a worst case scenario, you'd manage after a fire. You could get started again. It's not the simplest thing, but it doesn't require a ton of work or time to be able to move or to get going. What are you going to deal with in your garden? You know that there is an entire program. It's called FireWise. If you're looking at having to replace some of your plants, you can help yourself out a little bit by considering what FireWise plants you could put in. Many of them have been picked for not only the ability to resist fire, but to handle the conditions we're growing in right now. The FireWise program is run by Texas A&M, and you will find lots of information about it online. And it has some really beautiful plants. It's not getting stuck with ugly plants or, gee, I got to put up you know, uh, cactus all the time. That's the only thing that'll grow. No, that's not true. There are plants that will slow down, will be very hard to get to start burning and look great and be very drought tolerant and give you those few extra moments in an emergency. So review that program if after the end of this heat wave, whenever that may be, 
you have to come back out and review what plants did I lose? What plants am I going to need to replace? What plants do I want to replace because I don't want to put that much effort or that much water down just to keep them going? Replace them with plants that can handle this. But you can also replace them with plants that can handle this weather, handle this drought, and are fire resistant. That can make quite a difference in an emergency, and it can protect your home. Have you cleaned up around your property? Is there a gap from your home to the next tree? or shrub, or pile of lumber, or wood scraps. You want to get rid of that. That will not help you in a fire. Folks, this is Gardening Naturally. We're at the bottom of the hour. We're going to break for the news. We'll be right back. This is Gardening Naturally on News Radio KLBJ with host Jeff Ferris. Jeff is ready for your calls or text messages at 512-836-0590. Welcome back, everybody. Um, tonight, when it gets cooler in the evening, as early as 10 p.m., when it's finally getting truly dark, you can go out put up a folding chair, kick back and relax, and watch the sky. Big meteor shower tonight. It could produce, um, I think I've read one, uh, 40 to 60 per hour, excuse me. So you could see uh, a lot of streaks across the sky. The darker the place you're watching from, the better it'll be. And it'll really come up after midnight. So there's a little free entertainment for you. I've seen some very impressive inadvertent. I didn't even know it was a day. Uh, I, I didn't even know it was a meteor day. And uh, a friend of uh, mine and I were out along the Mississippi River, dark, dark sky, no lights around, and it was just this constant, constant fall of meteors. It was beautiful. So you can um, catch that tonight. Like I said, once it's seriously dark, say 10 o'clock, is when you want to get out there. Take about uh, 15 minutes or so to let your uh, your eyes adjust to the dark. Don't take, you know, don't take bright flashlights out there with you. It'll ruin your night vision. And as we get closer to midnight and through the morning hours will be the highest peak of the um, meteor shower. They can be amazing. They can be amazing if it's uh, if it's what they're talking about. And you know that's one of the things about the meteor showers. They can make a decent guess, and 
they may say 40 to 60 an hour, and oh, wow, we only get a couple. Or we can get what looks like a snowstorm because so many of them are ripping through the atmosphere and lighting up from the friction and the heat. It's, um, it's nice. As hot as it is, it won't be as pleasant as you would like. I'm used to the winter meteor showers, the one in mid-December, because you can bundle up, get a blanket, get some um, hot chocolate, and sit out and enjoy them. The air is crisper and cooler, but we're still going to have a great show. We should have a great show tonight. It looks like the sky is going to be clear, so go out and enjoy it. Now, what are you doing in your garden? I really hope nothing. I'm sorry. In this weather, you are at risk. It is that hot. When you get up first thing in the morning and it's already over 80 degrees and the humidity is coming up, that's not a great environment to work in. We're looking at temperatures, record temperatures, all week long. And it's just, we're looking at being 100 degrees by noon. And only getting hotter as the day goes on. Looking at one of the weather center's forecasts here, We'll still be 100 degrees at 8 o'clock at night. That's, um, that's getting a bit much. So if, if you're going to go out and garden, be ready for the weather. Lots of fluids, cover up from the sun, put on a hat, do everything you can to stay cool. Try to get the work done as early as possible. I got to tell you, I don't know the last time I was outside to actually do work in the garden. I've just been watching the plants die. And it's okay because they're annuals. I can replace them. I don't have to be out there um, taking care of them. I can replace them. No big deal. Now, inside, the garden is uh, being worked on. My wife started a whole bunch of tomato seeds. They're up. They're about three inches tall, multiple leaves, nice and rich green. I've got uh, those growing, and they look like they're going to time out about right. I think that they'll be ready to go in the ground about the middle of September, there'll be nice big starts. And the temperature should be much more bearable. So you want to garden? Garden inside. Start your seeds for your fall gardening plants. Um, get them ready to go. Look at starting your seeds for your fall flowers. Like I said, I'm getting tomatoes going. 
could still get peppers going. Oh, I need to give an update on that too. I mentioned a month or so ago, maybe a little longer, that we had found ahi golden seeds. This was a plant that we grew for years in a container. We really liked it, great flavor, it looked neat. It was half yellow, half red, uh, half green, excuse me. And we've been saving seeds for it. Well, we found the seeds, they were labeled 2012. And they were stored in the garage. (laughs) We tried to plant half of them, we put in a wet paper towel. And the other half of them we put in soil with the tomatoes we're starting. We don't have any ahi peppers. Uh, We're going to probably have to find seed for them and start them again if we want them. But see, that seed was too old, kept in the wrong kind of conditions, really hot, dried out, and um, we didn't get to recover any. So, Remember when you have your seeds, store them in cool, dry conditions if you want to try to plant them later. Folks, this is Gardening Naturally. We need to take a quick break. We'll be right back. This is Gardening Naturally on News Radio KLBJ with host Jeff Ferris. Jeff is ready for your calls or text messages at 512-836-0590. Welcome back, gardeners. Um, brutal weather, been dealing with it now for more than 50 straight days, 51 straight days of 100 degree plus temperatures. And I think the day before this started, we were in the high 90s, it wasn't 100. And the days before that, there was a 100 degree temperatures. So we've got an incredible number of high temperature days. And when we combine that with a lack of water, both of the the lakes are very, very low, even for this time of the year. So we have to keep that in mind. We have to really do what we can when we use water that we're not wasting any, not a drop. I know that people Use a bucket in the shower. That's a great way to do it. Lots of people will wash their dishes in a tub and take that water out and use it where it could be used somewhere to water plants or provide, you know, some moisture to the soil. I'm noticing that I have a, um, I have a big tooth maple. It's not very big. It's only about eight foot tall, and I may have not quite two-inch trunk. It's been in for quite a while. It's turning orange right now. It is giving me its fall colors, and it could be just giving up on the year. I have to watch it because I want to make sure that it doesn't start um, throwing too many leaves because we have a lot of season left yet. Uh, I have had to water 
Yopon Hollies. That was amazing. Um, they were really looking poorly and broke down and gave them some water. Actually, just one of them was looking really bad. The others were wouldn't complain if they got water, but they were doing okay considering what we're having to deal with. And, you know, it doesn't help to have this wind. This high heat matched with this hot, dry wind is just sucking the moisture out of the plants. It's so hot, their leaves are closing up, trying to prevent the loss of water. But doing so really increases the stresses on the plant. And it's showing. It is showing right now. I'm noticing about a month ago, I was getting a lot of calls that, can I trim or cut back or do whatever to the plants that I have? And my comment was, well, you can, but why? Do you want to go out in this heat? Is it really necessary for you to trim that plant? Is the plant doing okay? I don't get those calls anymore because I don't think anybody's going out in the garden. It is just ridiculous. And we realized that, look, you know, don't have to trim it today. I can do it when it's cool enough for me to be outside. The plant will be fine. The plant will be fine if you wait till then. It's really unlikely that anything out there that if you're not trimming it right now, will have a problem. The only exception, and even that can be put off, is this is the proper time to prune your oak trees, to trim them, shape them, remove bad branches, etc. It is the lowest risk of oak wilt at this particular time of the year. But that time of the year goes from July to the end of January. If you haven't pruned them by now, hey, so, okay, when it cools off, you can still go out there and take care of them. And it'll still be the same low risk and it'll still be good for the trees. If you step outside and you are wanting to do work and within about 10 minutes of being out there, you're kind of like, geez, I'm really, really hot and I'm not sweating. That's a bad sign. Keep inside. There is nothing we're doing. There is nothing in the garden that you must tend to today or in this weather, other than hopefully, if you can water, you have some irrigation type of system, soaker hose or drip hose, not spraying water in the air because that water will evaporate before it gets to the ground. But that is about the only thing that you should be doing out in the garden right now. If you have irrigation, make sure it's not leaking. Make sure it's working like it's supposed to. But other than that, 
leave the plants be. They'll be fine. And if they're not fine, you wanted to replace them anyway. I don't know if we'll set endless records from this particular season, but we've already on our way and have separate ones. If you are looking to do some seeds, now is probably a very good time to start them. My tomatoes are less than four weeks old and they're three inches high. Going to plant some flowers here soon so that I can have fall flowers. Inside is where you should be gardening at the moment to stay out of this heat. When we finally break, you'll be ready to go with brand new plants for the fall. Folks, this is Gardening Naturally. We're coming up on uh, the top of the hour. We're going to break for the news. I'll catch you on the other side. 